0: Welcome back to Audio Bible 2 Go. Hebrews chapters 6-9 through is today's Bible reading. God's Word is a lamp to our feet, and a light for our path. Read and listen to the Bible daily where we read through the complete New Testament in 90 days. We are so happy people are listening to, and reading the Bible in over 22 countries with Audio Bible 2 Go. Today's Bible reading from the contemporary English version. Visit the Audio Bible 2 Go archive for all previous Bible readings. Thank you for being with us today. Let's pray. Dear Jesus. Help me understand your word. The words I'm reading today. Help me to love others. As you have. And do. Love me. Amen. Now let's begin reading in Hebrews chapter 6. We must try to become mature and start thinking about more than just the basic things we were taught about Christ. We shouldn't need to keep talking about why we ought to turn from deeds that bring death and why we ought to have faith in God. 2 And we shouldn't need to keep teaching about baptisms or about the laying on of hands or about people being raised from death and the future judgment. 3 Let's grow up. If God is willing. 4 to 6 But what about people who turn away after they have already seen the light and have received the gift from heaven and have shared in the Holy Spirit? What about those who turn away after they have received the good message of God and the powers of the future world? There is no way to bring them back. What they are doing is the same as nailing the Son of God to a cross and insulting Him in public. 7 A field is useful to farmers, if there is enough rain to make good crops grow. In fact, God will bless that field. 8 But land that produces only thorn bushes is worthless. It is likely to fall under God's curse, and in the end it will be set on fire. 9 My friends, we are talking this way. But we are sure that you are doing those really good things that people do when they are being saved. 10 God is always fair. He will remember how you helped His people in the past and how you are still helping them. You belong to God, and He won't forget the love you have shown His people. 11 We wish that each of you would always be eager to show how strong and lasting your hope really is. 12 Then you would never be lazy. You would be following the example of those who had faith and were patient until God kept His promise to them. God's promise is sure. 13 No one is greater than God. So He made a promise in His own name when He said to Abraham, 14 I, the Lord, will bless you with many descendants. 15 Then after Abraham had been very patient, he was given what God had promised. 16 When anyone wants to settle an argument, they make a vow by using the name of someone or something greater than themselves. 17 So when God wanted to prove for certain that his promise to his people could not be broken, he made a vow. 18 God cannot tell lies. And so his promises and vows are two things that can never be changed. We have run to God for safety now His promises should greatly encourage us to take hold of the hope that is right in front of us. 19 This hope is like a firm and steady anchor for our souls. In fact, hope reaches behind the curtain and into the Most Holy Place. 20 Jesus has gone there ahead of us, and He is our High Priest forever, just like Melchizedek. Hebrews 7 The Priestly Family of Melchizedek 1 Melchizedek was both King of Salem and Priest of God Most High. He was the one who went out and gave Abraham His blessing when Abraham returned from killing the kings. 2 Then Abraham gave him a tenth of everything he had. The meaning of the name Melchizedek is king of justice. But since Salem means peace, he is also king of peace. 3 We are not told that he had a father or mother or ancestors or beginning or end. He is like the Son of God and will be a priest forever. 4 Notice how great Melchizedek is. Our famous ancestor Abraham gave him a tenth of what he had taken from his enemies. 5- The law teaches that even Abraham's descendants must give a tenth of what they possess. And they are to give this to their own relatives, who are the descendants of Levi and are priests. 6- Although Melchizedek wasn't a descendant of Levi, Abraham gave him a tenth of what he had. Then Melchizedek blessed Abraham, who had been given God's promise. 7- Everyone agrees that a person who gives a blessing is greater than the one who receives the blessing. 8- Priests are given a tenth of what people earn. But all priests die, except Melchizedek, and the scriptures teach that he is alive. 9. Levi's descendants are now the ones who receive a tenth from people. We could even say that when Abraham gave Melchizedek a tenth, Levi also gave him a tenth. 10. This is because Levi was born later into the family of Abraham, who gave a tenth to Melchizedek. 11. Even though the law of Moses says that the priests must be descendants of Levi, those priests cannot make anyone perfect. So there needs to be a priest like Melchizedek, rather than one from the priestly family of Aaron. 12. And when the rules for selecting a priest are changed, the law must also be changed. 13. The person we are talking about is our Lord, who came from a tribe that had never had anyone to serve as a priest at the altar. 14. Everyone knows he came from the tribe of Judah, and Moses never said that priests would come from that tribe. 15. All of this becomes clearer, when someone who is like Melchizedek is appointed to be a priest. 16. That person wasn't appointed because of his ancestors, but because his life can never end. 17 The Scriptures say about him. You are a priest forever, just like Melchizedek. 18 In this way a weak and useless command was put aside, 19 because the law cannot make anything perfect. At the same time, we are given a much better hope, and it can bring us close to God. 20-21 God Himself made a promise when this priest was appointed. But He did not make a promise like this when the other priests were appointed. The promise He made is. I, the Lord, promise that you. Will be a priest forever. And I will never change my mind. 22. This means that Jesus guarantees us a better agreement with God. 23. There have been a lot of other priests, and all of them have died. 24. But Jesus will never die, and so he will be a priest forever. 25. He is forever able to save the people he leads to God, because he always lives to speak to God for them. 26. Jesus is the high priest we need. He is holy and innocent and faultless, and not at all like us sinners. Jesus is honored above all beings in heaven, 27 and he is better than any other high priest. Jesus doesn't need to offer sacrifices each day for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. He offered a sacrifice once for all, when he gave himself. 28 The law appoints priests who have weaknesses. But God's promise, which came later than the law, appoints his son. And he is the perfect high priest forever. Hebrews 8 A Better Promise 1 What I mean is that we have a high priest who sits at the right side of God's great throne in heaven. 2 He also serves as the priest in the most holy place inside the real tent there in heaven. This tent of worship was set up by the Lord, not by humans. 3 Since all priests must offer gifts and sacrifices, Christ also needed to have something to offer. 4 If he were here on earth, he would not be a priest at all, because here the law appoints other priests to offer sacrifices. 5 But the tent where they serve is just a copy and a shadow of the real one in heaven. Before Moses made the tent, he was told, be sure to make it exactly like the pattern you were shown on the mountain. 6 Now Christ has been appointed to serve as a priest in a much better way, and he has given us much assurance of a better agreement. 7 If the first agreement with God had been all right, there would not have been any need for another one. 8 But the Lord found fault with it and said. I tell you the time will come. When I will make. A new agreement. With the people of Israel. And the people of Judah. 9. It won't be like the agreement that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt. They broke their agreement with me, and I stopped caring about them. 10. But now I tell the people of Israel, this is my new agreement. The time will come when I, the Lord, will write my laws on their minds and hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. 11 Not one of them will have to teach another to know me, their Lord. All of them will know me, no matter who they are. 12 I will treat them with kindness, even though they are wicked. I will forget their sins. 13 When the Lord talks about a new agreement, He means that the first one is out of date. And anything that is old and useless will soon disappear. Hebrews 9. The tent in heaven. 1 The first promise that was made included rules for worship and a tent for worship here on earth. 2 The first part of the tent was called the holy place, and a lampstand, a table, and the sacred loaves of bread were kept there. 3 Behind the curtain was the most holy place. 4 The gold altar that was used for burning incense was in this holy place. The gold-covered sacred chest was also there, and inside it were three things. First, there was a gold jar filled with manna. Then there was Aaron's walking stick that sprouted. Finally, there were the flat stones with the Ten Commandments written on them. Five on top of the chest were the glorious creatures with wings opened out above the place of mercy. Now isn't the time to go into detail about these things. Six but this is how everything was when the priests went each day into the first part of the tent to do their duties. Seven however, only the high priest could go into the second part of the tent, and he went in only once a year. Each time he carried blood to offer for his sins and for any sins that the people had committed without meaning to. 8 All of this is the Holy Spirit's way of saying that no one could enter the most holy place while the tent was still the place of worship. 9 This also has a meaning for today. It shows that we cannot make our consciences clear by offering gifts and sacrifices. 10 These rules are merely about such things as eating and drinking and ceremonies for washing ourselves. And rules about physical things will last only until the time comes to change them for something better. 11 Christ came as the High Priest of the good things that are now here. He also went into a much better tent that wasn't made by humans and that doesn't belong to this world. 12 Then Christ went once for all into the most holy place and freed us from sin forever. He did this by offering His own blood instead of the blood of goats and bulls. 13 According to the law of Moses, those people who become unclean are not fit to worship God. Yet they will be considered clean, if they are sprinkled with the blood of goats and bulls and with the ashes of a sacrificed calf. 14 But Christ was sinless. And he offered himself as an eternal and spiritual sacrifice to God, that's why his blood is much more powerful and makes our consciences clear. Now we can serve the living God and no longer do things that lead to death. 15 Christ died to rescue those who had sinned and broken the old agreement. Now he brings his chosen ones a new agreement with its guarantee of God's eternal blessings. 16 In fact, making an agreement of this kind is like writing a will. This is because the one who makes the will must die before it is of any use. 17 In other words, a will doesn't go into effect as long as the one who made it is still alive. 18 Blood was also used to put the first agreement into effect. 19 Moses told the people all that the law said they must do. Then he used red wool and a hyssop plant to sprinkle the people in the book of the law with the blood of bulls and goats and with water. 20 He told the people, with this blood God makes his agreement with you. 21 Moses also sprinkled blood on the tent and on everything else that was used in worship. 22 The law says that almost everything must be sprinkled with blood, and no sins can be forgiven unless blood is offered. Christ's great sacrifice. 23 These things are only copies of what is in heaven, and so they had to be made holy by these ceremonies. But the real things in heaven must be made holy by something better. 24 This is why Christ did not go into a tent that had been made by humans and was only a copy of the real one. Instead, he went into heaven and is now there with God to help us. 25. Christ did not have to offer Himself many times. He wasn't like a high priest who goes into the most holy place each year to offer the blood of an animal. 26. If He had offered Himself every year, He would have suffered many times since the creation of the world. But instead, near the end of time He offered Himself once and for all, so that He could be a sacrifice that does away with sin. 27. We die only once, and then we are judged. 28. So Christ died only once to take away the sins of many people. But when He comes again, It will not be to take away sin. He will come to save everyone who is waiting for him. Hashtag Amen. Read through the New Testament in 90 days. Read and listen. With Audio Bible 2 Go. Read a proverb every day with Proverbs 2 Go. Thank you for being here. Listening and reading the Bible daily with Bible 2 Go. Sincerely, Michael and Michelle. Shell. Join us. Again tomorrow. As we continue reading God's Word with Audio Bible 2Go. 2Go is the number. 2. Then G. O. Dot. U. S. See you again tomorrow. As we continue reading and listening to God's Word.